Good afternoon, or good evening, whichever it is. <laughs> Today, we celebrate the eighth Sunday in Ordinary Time. This is actually a little different, because we don't normally celebrate the eighth Sunday in Ordinary Time due to the fact that Lent has usually already started, and it's a little bit late this year. Very often, when we re-enter ordinary time in June, we start on the 9th or the 10th Sunday of the year. So poor number eight rarely is celebrated. But the readings for today are full of aphorisms, also known as an adage. And these little phrases of statements are of truth. So let's look at three aphorisms that are found in this Gospel of Luke. The first one, can't a blind man act as a guide to a blind man? Will they not both fall into a ditch? People cannot teach until they have learned. This is true in every aspect of life, but particularly in the church. In the Catholic Church, we are blessed with a teaching authority, and this authority is called the magisterium. That's a Latin word for teacher. And the magisterium consists, as the Catechism of the Catholic Church reminds us, it is the living teaching office of the church throughout history that ensures the church's fidelity in the teaching of the apostles in matters of faith and morals. Perhaps another easier, simple way to think about that is it's all the teachings of the popes and the bishops down through history, including to today. Now often, especially if we are cradle Catholics, we take this teaching to be, or just take it for granted, because we've always been presented it. However, it just didn't happen. It typically takes a while for these dogmatic statements to kind of coalesce and become a teaching. They evolve over many centuries as the church continues to grow in its understanding of itself. And the magisterium does not just exist among the hierarchy. It also exists in our homes, among the confirmed. Those who have received the sacrament of confirmation have received the gift of the Holy Spirit to grow their understanding of the faith. When, as all human beings, we have times of doubt or times that we have difficult understanding certain things, what we believe or why we believe it, then we have to go and look it up in a book. But the Holy Spirit gives us the, the great gift of knowledge. And we can also go and ask people who may be more knowledgeable than us. But we also have to go on our knees periodically to pray to the Holy Spirit to help us grow in faith. The blind cannot lead the blind. That is why we have the gift of the Holy Spirit. That is why we also have the magisterium. Furthermore, as many of us are aware, we have women and men, boys and girls, that are studying right now in RCIC and RCIA, preparing to enter into the church at Easter. And like them, if we are serious about our faith, we need continuous formation and conversion. This is a great preparation for us, particularly as we enter into the season of Lent, 
of increasing our prayer, our fasting, and our almsgiving. Our continuous conversion is a daily process on the highway of life, accepting the love, the complete unconditional love of the Father, exemplified through the Son, and infused and animated in all of the baptized by the Holy Spirit. The second aphorism, why look at the speck in your brother's eye when you miss the plank in your own? Psychologists might say in this second aphorism that we tend to transfer our irritation over to our own failings to others. So we decry another person's faults as a way of hiding our own. But the Lord was quite the psychologist when he said, first deal with your own faults. And when we go through these negative days, when everything and other people do irritates us, we have to take a step back and consider what are the acts that I am doing that upset others, but even more upset myself. The third aphorism, a good tree does not produce bad fruit any more than a bad tree produces good fruit. Each tree is known by its yield. When I was raising teenagers, which was a while ago, I got the t-shirt and moved on, just saying. I always used, especially if I didn't like their friends that well, I told them that they were a peach tree, but they're hanging around with pear trees. And if they kept hanging around with those pear trees, pretty soon they're not a peach tree anymore, they are a pear tree. And that pear tree might not be the right tree. So they better start understanding who they're hanging with. It was an important thing for me to say to them, would also be when they would say that back to me, I can do whatever I want and it doesn't affect anybody. Oh, en contraire, mon frere. Let's get a bucket of water, put our hand in it and pull it back out and see what happens. All of those circles that are in that bucket of water as you pulled your hand out, all converged together. All of us are connected in some way, shape or form. It matters what kind of fruit that we bear. And so another way to think about this, perhaps, would be, do we walk our talk or do we just talk our talk? It's not easy always to walk our talk. But particularly as we enter into this Lenten season, we could say that this is a perfect time for us to uh, revert, to renew the focus of the challenge that it, and accept the gospel message. It is a time for us to repent and to believe in the gospel message. It is a challenge, of course, but Lent is a time for us to grow in our faith and to let the magisterium and the Holy Spirit guide us. How is the upset that we have with others, a reflection of our own faults. Lent is a time to consider our living out the Christian life. Do our actions demonstrate Christ's continuing conversion in our life? What or where are the blind spots in our own life? So let us consider how we might tame our own tongues 
while we consider the end of the gospel. The fullness of the heart, the mouth speaks. I say a lot when I do baptisms to young parents, monkey see is monkey do. Be careful what you do or you will be the monkey. So it is an important thing that we walk our talk, as Jesus is telling us in this gospel today. Now, there is a final parable in this chapter of Luke's gospel, which we did not read today, but it's about building on the solid foundation of rock and not on sand. This is the only way to face the difficulties uh, disciples will encounter and survive. May we enter this impending Lenten season with open hearts and minds to encounter the Lord who calls each one of us and walks with us in our daily journey, that our hearts will be on fire, just like Cleopas and the other who were walking down to Emmaus. Let us enter into the desert with Jesus for these next 40 days and fight the good fight to arrive in Jerusalem on Passion Sunday. Jesus can and will change you and me forever if we allow him to do so. So let's not muddle through life like the blind leading the blind. May God be praised now and forever.